Welcome to the Faithful Feminist Podcast. I'm Channing. And I'm Elise. And this is the second episode of our Holy Week series titled, Whom Seekest Thou? Restorative Easter Reflections. Easter is often a time when we look back on the experiences of Jesus during Holy Week. But if we root our worship readings in our time, we rediscover the radical roots of Easter. Join us each day of Holy Week as we share poems and sermons exploring how Holy Week calls us to restore reverence for marginalized communities that are engaged in the holy work of righteous unrest. We will also be donating and encouraging donations for different organizations and collectives each day. Before we begin today's episode, we'd like to offer an apology for yesterday's episode with Channing's poem, Jesus Said Hello. It has been brought to our attention that the use of the word we in conjunction with the use of Spanish in the poem is inaccurate, incorrect, and destabilized trust in the poem's attempt to center the proper perspective, as Channing, the author of the poem, is white. I take full accountability and apologize for the inaccuracy and harm caused by my lack of awareness and caution. We're grateful for those who trusted us enough to share their concerns, and we will work and write with greater awareness and caution going forward. Thanks for trusting us and for your graceful understanding as we learn our place and purpose in the dance of justice and liberation. Today's episode is for Monday, Monday at the Temple, and Channing will be sharing her poem titled Consecration. Consecration. Worship is free. Always has been, always will be. So it's no wonder that Jesus flipped tables over the idea that heaven is a club with a cover charge and he is to be the bouncer. I mean, I imagine that was the last straw. Who needs a bouncer for a club everyone is invited to? It sounds like another one of Peter's ideas. Jesus strikes me as the kind of guy who'd rather get down with a good beat drop and lose himself in the thump of bass notes that hit the soul like a good mountain sermon. But no, he's here flipping tables, turning upside down the idea that God only blesses people who can already buy miracles anyway. This place sure does need a deep spring clean. Throw open the bird cages. Doves, be free. Throw open the pens for the goats, the sheep. Be free. Turn out pockets and loosen purse strings. Be free. Where did the idea even come from that two birds or a tax-deductible 10% buys the park hopper pass to the pearly gates? Probably not from the guy who does the miracle thing for anyone for free. Gross or net, root, evil. Eye, needle, camel, pearls, swine without great price, poor widow, might. People didn't like Jesus who said, bring your hunger and I'll bring the bread. Because how do you make a profit off promises like thirst no more? That's turning table talk. Because if the kingdom of heaven is already here, what on earth is your tithing paying for? The good news is that Jesus does have a nightclub with star-studded ceilings and an all-you-can-eat buffet for 5000 God is the DJ, cross-fading paradox like a master of synth, working with verse and chorus made of revolution. 
The secret to the club's success is its open-door policy. Seek, find. Knock, open. Nicodemus takes canned food donations upon entry. Mary is the manager and Thecla is her assistant. Martha serves soup in the kitchen in the back. She was never one for dancing anyway. The apostles do the dishes and Paul stays busy cleaning the bathrooms until he learns to share on open mic night. And then there's Jesus teaching line dances to Lazarus and singing his favorite songs at the top of his lungs. Salt of the earth, last, first, first, last, love one another. When the dancers are tired, there are warm beds and showers next door for anyone who needs one at the Good Samaritan Hotel. The nightclub is named Consecration, and you can find it where the old temple used to be. Family Promise of Salt Lake is a nonprofit organization that provides shelter, case management, and housing services to children and families experiencing homelessness. They report the following statistics. First, that families make up 35% of the people in Utah experiencing homelessness. As of a 2017 study, 240 of the people experiencing homelessness in Utah were veterans. And finally, victims of domestic violence and people with mental illness make up the largest subsets of Utah's homeless population. As you gather around your Easter table this Sunday, please consider supporting your unhoused community with a donation to The Road Home, an organization which provides emergency shelter, supportive services, and housing assistance to help individuals and families step out of homelessness or to the 4th Street Clinic, which helps Utahns experiencing homelessness improve their health and quality of life by providing high-quality health care and support services. Thank you so much for joining us on this Monday of Holy Week. We hope you'll join us again tomorrow for another lovely episode.